There are those in politics who believe that、uh, you know it is like war, that there should always just be one side or the other, and、uh, anything in between or cooperation, whether between Democrats and Republicans or uh, you know uh, certain groups in、uh, other countries,、uh, for example in the Philippines, where politics is personal. But that's not how the politicians and their families themselves look at it. In fact, many times the people who are engaged in running political affairs in places like the Philippines, where politics is indeed personal, get along and talk and discuss outside of the political spectrum. You know, I have a couple of relatives who, when I post something on Facebook, they take it so personally. When I post something on, on let's say, Twitter or whatever. That it is, you know,、uh, you know,、uh, something that 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 needs to be repudiated. That I need to be,、uh, you know, call the priest. He needs an exorcism. You know that type of thing. Because to them, it is their entire souls that make politics so horrible in, in some cases, and its effect on families. We've seen this recently. Well, that's what, part of the reason I uh, I uh, uh, put an article out by uh, uh, you know Leandro.、Uh, um, Legarda on his mom, because another article had come out from his other、uh, brother, from his brother,、uh, attacking his mom on political grounds, which to me is the stupidest thing a son can do to attack a parent, or vice versa, a parent attacking a child, just because of politics, or a husband and a wife, or boyfriend and girlfriend, or, or, or brother and sister, or cousins, for example. Yeah, that's you, cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about,、uh, but. You know, politics is just that. It's just democracy in action. It's opposing views, and it is based on mutual respect and understanding. You may not like the political views of another person in your family, but they have the right to those views. I don't like every political view of my kids, nor do they probably like mine. You know, and that's their right, and they also give me my right and my space to express myself. And to come to a point here, as the title of this episode is entitled "Bong Bong and Chris," it did really happen in 1995 that Bong Bong Marcos, the son of the、uh, former strongman in the Philippines, and Chris Aquino, the daughter of the you know then former president of the Philippines, and.、Uh, Uh, sister of a future president、uh, actually did、uh, meet and have、uh, you know a, a television show together where they discussed their issues. And for one shining evening, for one shining moment, Filipinos sat down and watched in awe. Remember, Aquino's father was supposedly murdered by people. Or those linked to the Marcos regime. On the other hand, hundreds of criminal cases and issues were filed against the Marcoses and allegations that, that, that this thing still exists. Versus Bongbo Marcos's mother and himself and his siblings and even their kids by members of the Aquino administration. And their political structure. The accusations go beyond just politics. 
It was personal. But yet, the two sat down, they talked, and for about 30 minutes, the world and the Filipinos around the world had a chance to listen. It was a shining, beautiful moment of unity amidst their diversity, a term I often use, a term I learned in school years ago. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We are all children of God. And we have all one creator. So let's listen to Bong Bong and Chris as this election period comes to an end. You know, there was actually a, a play by that name, sort of a Romeo and Juliet type play of them hooking up and getting together. Didn't happen. And probably for the better, the universe might not have been able to take the outcome of that. But here's a chance. And I think a friend of mine who sent me the clip, it, it, the, uh, the, the video belongs to a now defunct television show. It is more than 25 years old, so any copyright is uh, expired. And here's the audio of that interview with Chris Aquino and Bongo Marcos. And a moment in time that we all need to think about wherever we are in the world, whatever political perspective you may have, you can be civil, you can be respectful, and indeed, yes, you can, on this eve of, uh, of uh, groups planning to storm churches in the United States, my church, the Catholic Church, because uh, our views on pro-life matters are different from theirs. That is the ultimate disrespect that is dangerous. Listen to them. Listen to them talk. They don't agree, but they are civil, and they do show each other some form of mutual respect understanding, cooperation, at least within the context of their meeting, which is an inspiration to others that, yes, indeed, we can all overcome whatever is there. Here this interview is. This is uh, then Congressman Ferdinand Marcos Jr. and uh, then uh, TV host Cristeta, as they called her then, Chris Aquino on a TV show, uh, actually you and I think it's the title, um, on RPN9, um, a, uh, a network that uh, technically no longer exists in the Philippines. Here it is. Sana'y masabi sa awit kong ito Lahat ng ninanain Nitong puso ko Sana saan man Patungo sa buhay May pag-ibig, may pag-asa May saya at saysay Sana sa bawat Sandali matikman pa Sarap ng pagsasama At simpleng ligaya Tara na sa Gayon, 
ang pinakahihintay ng buong bayang Pilipinas, nagkatotoo na rin ang pinapangarap ng rekonsilyasyon na kahit tagal lang hinihintay ng buong bayan. At ang rekonsilyasyon na to ay dyan magaganap dito mismo sa RPN The Network sa pinakamalakas na programang Actually yun na, mga kababayan. Dito lang pwede magtagpo ang silangan at kanduran, ang langit at lupa, ang buwan at araw, ang Romualdez, ang Kuwampo, Marcos, Aquino at Ignacio. <laughs> Walang iba kundi si Congressman Bongbong Marcos. Tumayo po tayong lahat at pagpugay. Congressman! はい、ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。
uh, my have, having entered politics is mm. definitely because of uh, how my father really uh, that he he even said it in his uh, when he was still alive uh, that that uh, he would say I have committed not only myself to the work that I have done I have not committed only my person but my wife and my family too and uh, the time will come when you will find that you have no choice uh, not not to enter politics but perhaps in the positions in the the kind of causes that we would champion so matagal na talagang na alam na namin na kahit papano yung ginawa ng aming ama will uh, affect us for for the rest of our lives on in whatever fashion so and it, it's turning out to be true because how can something that that dominant uh, be, be suddenly just just go away so kahit na ngayon ilang taon na ito, we're still feeling the effects of uh, what my father what my father did and i have no doubt uh, to the day i die i will be feeling those effects you're the middle child ba i am the middle child yes how is it kasi ako youngest eh, so medyo na baby talaga ako ikaw middle child only boy pa uh siguro i don't know it never felt dominating like... bang ate si Amy? In the, uh, ate. She was a proper ate. Tinuturoan kami. Kaya halimbawa, nung bata pa kami, nung una kaming dumating lalo sa England dahil uh, hindi, hindi kami marunong. Bakit kayo pinadala sa England? Mostly security. Yes. Uh, dami kami problema sa security dahil uh, ako, maraming Anong mga kids. Anong year na when you went to England? I left it? for England in 1969. My first, uh -huh. no, 70. 70 was my first year there. And then you stayed there until when? I stayed there for almost ten years until uh, the eight, I until I left for uh, University of uh, Philadelphia, of Pennsylvania. Nagwarton ka, yeah, diba? that's when so, I went to Wharton, yeah. Do you feel na those ten years helped you a lot? Because at least um, medyo ordinaryo kang citizen. Oh, malaking oh, malaking bagay. Dahil in fact, that was one of the reasons, no, that my father. But uh, of of course, he would have preferred. Na oh. dito kami dito kami nakatira sa Manila. How did you keep in touch with what was going on dito? It was Because when martial law was declared, you were abroad. It wasn't easy. I was uh, when martial law was declared, uh -huh. uh, we had expected something dramatic to yes. happen. Uh, because marami nang basis na my dad would say that this is a real problem, we may have to do this, we may have to do that. But um, in, 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 in general, how did we keep up? My parents would send us newspaper clippings. Mm -hmm. uh, we would call, we would write. In, in, in my school in England, there was a, you had to write one letter to your parents every week. So that uh, that was it was actually a good thing because iba yung tawag eh, iba yung iba yung sulat yung sulat hinahawakan mo and you can read it again and again and it really uh, taught taught I think both sides including my parents the the habit of writing so they would send us the news uh, nung nauso na yung um, videotape magpapadala yes. ng videotape so that they would try but inevitably pag uwi mo rito maraming nangyari na hindi mo na namalayan so you just have to catch up. Medyo, let's go naman dun sa lighter side. Ang first girlfriend mo ba since you were in England? British ba siya? <laughs> Ay, naku, nung nasa England ako, wala akong panahon. Hindi, hindi kami pinapalabas na iskulahan. They would not, they would let oh. me out. I would be in school for, isang semester namin was three months. Mm -hmm. Sa tatlong buwan, I would be able to sleep one night outside of school. Yun lang. Yun lang. Uh -huh. And every month, I could spend one Sunday out of school. So, so when you'd make legal, dito na? Ah, dito na siguro sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Kasi dito, dun, halos di ka, kahit yung mga restaurant, yung mga bar, di ka makapasok, yung mga nightclub. 
Eh dito, hindi masyadong strict kahit basta may kasama kang may edad, they will let you in. Do you feel na a lot of the girls were <laughs> fawning over you and pinagkakaguluhan ka dahil bongbong Marcos ka? Uh, Or do you think it's your charming personality? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that they were fawning over me to begin with. Uh, I don't know kung bakit lahat ng tao ang kanilang impression sa akin are that the women were fawning over me. There were, believe me, there were times kung I would be calling trying to get a date and I couldn't get the date why suddenly this image of a uh, women fawning all over me but i i don't know uh, i think yung uh, pag, you, you tell me if i'm right yung paganak ng presidente that last mga 5-10 minutes unless may complex na talaga yung tao yung talagang galit sa iyo dahil anak ka ng presidente wala ka na magagawa but karamihan naman ng mga tao pagka nakausap mo na after 5-10 minutes wala na that's over Uh, except for the fact that you are surrounded by Would anybody <laughs> have the guts to say na, Oy, pare, galit ako sa'yo. Bakit ganyan naman ang mga magulang mo? Would they d- dare do that to you? Hindi naman. Meron magkikriticize sila, pero hindi yung galit ako sa'yo. Sasabihin, bakit naman ganyan? Alam mo yung tao, hindi ganyan dapat, hindi ganyan ang, hindi tama ang ginagawa, hindi, hindi ganyan ang tingin sa ginagawa ninyo, etc., etc. So, uh, inevitably, that that would happen. Kasi naman, if you have good friends, uh, They will tell you what they believe to be the best. Pagka naman sa tingin nila, it's, 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 it's a criticism that is not merely to, not, not mischievous or naninira lang, then that's, that's valid and you just accept it. How would you react about the criticism hurled at your parents through the press and through the mass media? But before you answer that, we're going to pause for a while. Napaka-interesting ho ng ating discussion with Mr. Bongbong Marcos. Please don't go away. how you'd react to criticism because I, I would be affected by it would it affect you as well uh, i guess nung talagang mabigat na tsaka masakit na well there were times no that uh, especially after 86 when people were taking real liberties with the truth and uh, wala nandoon kami hindi na hindi, hindi kami makasagot hindi kami hindi, wala kaming access sa mga media wala tayong magagawa ganun lang talaga but yung run of the mill na pangkaraniwan na crit- Lalaban ako sa mundo, dala ang pangalan mo Pinoy ako, Pinoy tayo Lalaban ako sa mundo, kapalit may buhay mo Lalaban ako para sa Pilipino Lalaban ako para sa Pilipino Lalaban ako para sa bayan ko take a gap and a break here as uh, we're listening to a interview between uh, Chris Aquino done in 1995 on a now defunct uh, television network RPN9 and a, uh, a, a TV show the audio which we're, we're using uh, that was broadcast on air uh, over 20 years ago uh, you know which means it is free from copyright and free to use for Philippine law as far as uh, the, the contents of it. And the purpose of our replaying this on this podcast 
is to show that indeed anyone can get together, sit down, have a conversation, show mutual respect and understanding, and be able to just talk and express themselves. At a time like this, this is what is needed in the universe, especially the universe that's in the Philippines. We'll be back with more after these reminders. Daddy, bike tayo. Anak, hindi pwede si Daddy may work. Kuya, bike tayo. Sorry, may glasses ako eh. Busy pa silang lahat eh. Okay lang. Sabado na naman bukas. Sabado na bukas? let's say sa, sa mga payagan sa radio sa TV well i have been i we, we have been experiencing my father's political life for a long long time i remember in 1963 64 when he was senate president wala kaming narinig kundi oust senate president marcos every day i remember that so we have been used we've been used to this kind of thing no and uh, Kahit papano, if you're in politics, there's no way around it. Wala ka namang magagawa na lahat masaya eh. May, merong merong magkikriticize kahit ano pang gawin mo. So you just have to take it uh, as it comes. And as I said, keep your mind open. And kung talagang uh, it, is a, it is a constructive criticism, then sige, makinig ka. But uh, you also have to not take it all to heart. Because kung minsan, itong mga nagsasalita ng uh, pinipintasan kayo, it's not because they really believe that, dahil kalabang mo eh. Siyempre. Ano pa namang gagawin nila? Alam nga naman na they pupuriin ka. So, they will, it is part of their job. So, you just have to take, trabaho lang, ganyan lang naman talaga. Bong, how many percent of your father's ideology did you believe in? Meron ba times na sasabihin mo, hindi pa, hindi ganyan eh. Ito yung pananaw ko. Lalo na, I guess, when it came to youth affairs. Well, I think in it... Uh, it, it came after I was. It so happened that when all this uh, turmoil was going on here, um, I was in the, I was in England studying political. Well, one of the subjects I was studying was political science, and many times, especially when it is uh, explained to you in a very idealistic way, as it is in school, um, ko, oh, di kung ganun, bakit yung sa amin ganito? ako, Dad, explain mo nga sa akin ito. and we would we would we would argue. And I came around to his way of thinking, and uh, 
uh, in terms of the pure, the pure fundamental ideology of, of, of what my father was uh, espousing, uh, I think that still is valid even today. Um, of course, the, the, the time has changed and much has changed. The Philippines has changed. The Philippines have changed. Do you talk to Nandito ako nung uh, pinag-uusapan ng kabataan. Ang kabataan ngayon, napakalaking iniba na kaysa sa kabataan na nakaraan. Do you think pwede pa tayong bumalik dun sa... Could it be possible na martial law would come back to the Philippines? Could a person be as strong as your father was? Or do you think we have enough electoral safeguards ngayon at malakas na ang Senado at Kongreso na imposible nang mangyari yun ulit? Well, speaking as an oppositionist, uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know na malakas na ang Kongreso at saka ang Senado because uh, the, the Pangasinan Express is one term that has been used about the, House mm -hmm. of, about the Congress. But uh, I, I think what uh, it is not what, what how my father was able to consolidate his uh, foundation was really the key. And if we are going to talk about martial law, ang martial law, ang, ang uh, inaasahan mo, ang sinasandala mo dyan, ang militar. Yes. At kung ang militar ay nakhati, eh, wala kang hindi mo, hindi mo magagawa ang martial law dahil pag nag-declare ka ng martial law, kalahati lang sasama sa'yo o iilan lang sasama sa'yo. Yung iba, tumututul, kakalabanin ka pa. So, it won't, it won't work. Uh, it really, you know, many people, many, many people have the impression na naging ganun yung ama ko dahil naisipan niya mag-martial law. Mm -hmm. Hindi sa ganun. Ang nangyari, inisa-isa niya yan. And he had to consolidate his power, his, the foundations of his power. And you cannot, it is, it is not something that you do by the stroke of a pen. It is really a... Um, a political exercise yeah, by which you bring all the forces allied to you together na pag you declare something like martial law. I do not believe that the military is, uh, is as united uh, or, or has been as united since uh, the events of 86. But are we better off this way now? Wala tayong General Verna, strong man lang, na medyo yung power talaga is divided. We are talking about friends of mine, so uh, I would beg to differ. I would beg to differ about... Uh, uh, your outlook. So, but I don't know. Uh, the military should really should really be as one. Uh, and mm -hmm. it is, you know, I spent a little time in the military, and to see soldiers uh, literally shooting each other is a, a very painful thing, and uh, that is something that is to be avoided. So, if we can avoid, if we can avoid the involvement, perhaps of of, of uh, soldiers in politics, maybe that would be something. But. The way things have happened, the way the, hist the history has, mm -hmm. has unfurled itself, is that I would say that uh, the soldiers have perhaps also earned a right to be part of the political process. Now, how they will exercise that right is something that we in the Philippines will have to dis discuss for ourselves and decide for You're ourselves. You're not talking naman about a junta. No, not oh. necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. I, that's what, that's, that you see, there is a... There is a um, an idea, especially from the Western, mm -hmm. Western governments, that, gov that the civilian authorities over the military should be paramount. I agree with that. But whether or not the, the, the military should be allowed to make themselves felt as citizens is perhaps another question. That we in this country, paano mo ngayon paatrasin ang ram sa politika? Hindi na naman sasabihin, let us now suddenly declare that all military people are not allowed to involve themselves in politics. That would be crazy because you just couldn't do it. Siyempre naman, dalat sila botante din. Hindi lang sa ganun, nandyan na sila. Pinagpag-usapan natin si Greg Gunasan kung tatakbo o hindi. Nandyan na ang ano, paano mo sasabihin? Kung tumakbo siya, iboboto mo ba siya? Si Greg, depende sa platforma niya. And the 
so far sa pag pinapag-usapan yung napapag-usapan he is still reformist and uh, mm-hmm. what uh, he intends to do what what he has said that he would do does it impress you it seems to it seems to jive with much of uh, much of my thinking so i would i would like to get get into it more i would speak to him about it mm-hmm. but on the face of it i i would say that perhaps uh, we w- we would have much in common Kinukuna nila ako. But before we go to our commercial gap, I need a lighter question from Tita Swarding. Gusto ko marinig yung bong, bong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes, you, Chris. And good evening, Bong Bong Marcos. No? Uh, kasi Bong Bong, <laughs> uh, nung uh, tumawag ako sa phone, sa office ng, uh, ng office mo, no? sa congressman's office, uh, para bang, Hanggang ngayon, binabanggit pa ang uh, Chris at Chris sa'yo. Totoo bang nagkaroon ka ng crush kay Chris Aquino? Aray ko naman! Diyos ko! <laughs> okay, sasagutin ni Bongbong yan. After you pause for this, please don't go away. Arnelli, ano? Ano, embarrassed daw ako sa tanong oh. nyo. Kalain yung bongbong pinafeed ko yan. Alin ang alin? Yung may, <laughs> kung meron, nagkaroon siya ng crush sa'yo? Uh-oh. Yung ba yun? No, hindi, Chris. You're so embarrassing. Oh. Ah, talaga? Sorry, Chris. Pero, uh, nung nakausap ko kasi yung secretary ni uh, Bongbong sa office, Bongbong. laki daw binabanggit yung ano, Chris Aquino hanggang ngayon. Totoo yan. Pagka lumalabas ako, oh, yan, 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 yan. Ito nagka-crush. Is it because siguro may Romeo and Juliet mentality yes. talaga ang mga That's Filipino? That's absolutely right. Pagka nagla, nag, nagla, lumalabas ako at nagsasalita ako before people, uh, siyempre at, at, at one point mag-open forum kuminsan mm-hmm. or sa press conference, lalo sa kabataan, laging tinatanong, uh, kung ikaw ba'y papasok sa larangang pelikula, uh, papayag ka ba na leading lady mo si Chris? Yan ang mga tanong nila sa akin. So, up to now, yan napapag-usapan. Dahil nga dun sa nabanggit mo, yung nagawang bong-bong and Chris. Yes, Senorita Preciosa. I have a follow-up question para kay Congressman. Ano? I understand your wife is a lawyer. Uh, was it, what is it like to live with a lawyer wife? Does she nag? Do you argue a lot? Do Will you debate like, at ano, the dinner table? Hillary Rodham Clinton. Well, see, Lisa ba has the Lisa, tendency. no. Lisa is, you know Lisa. She's yes, not, she's her. not at all like that. Uh, Lisa does not bring her work home. Pagka, uh, the, is she a practicing lawyer? Yes, she is. She is practicing. Corporate right or criminal? Uh, she was in litigation, but she's oh. now uh, sort of going towards corporate mm-hmm. more and more. Uh, on, on a professional basis, lalo na on, in my work, I need legal opinion. And mm-hmm. ko, nagbabasa ko or something, and there's nobody else to ask. I need a legal opinion. I am lucky to have my wife. So to you work to, hand in hand. Well, no, we, 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 in terms of profession, because she is, a, she is a professional and she's a lawyer and she's a very good one because I've worked with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when it comes to lawyering, how active is she in politics? Does she go house to house then pag kampanya or it's she's not she's slowly getting getting into it. You know, uh-huh. hindi naman siya sanay sa politika. 
Uh, in fact, pagka sinasabihan siya na kailangan siya pupunta rito, lalabas dyan, she always says, I'd rather work uh, quietly behind the scenes, maybe help with the with the arrangements How and all that. How is your mom as a mother-in-law? Oh, she's great. She's great. Atalaga. Oh, yeah. In fact, I, I, I always tease her that she's nicer to our to the in-laws than she is to her actual <laughs> kids. She's much stricter with the kids. With uh, Greggy and Tommy and Lisa, she's always very supportive. Pero sa inyo? Well, sa amin, eh, iba na talaga pagka-anak, eh, magkamali ka lang, anak mo yun. You know? she, she says she, she, again, it's, the, it's mm-hmm. those levels of standards that... Uh, it's those levels of standards that the, my father said. I suppose it's the same kind of thing that uh, she's trying to continue to to uh, to keep uppermost in our in our minds that there uh, is a level of standard that you. How okay, old is your son me. now? My son is my son is uh, ten months. Oh, ten, ten months, months. old. One year, na March, March na so do you think that your son will also be geared towards following in your footsteps? I always say that whatever. No, my my son will not be pushed or he will be exposed. Natin ang Pilipinas. Bangun bayan muli. Sama-sama tayong babangon muli. And that's been uh, our uh, about uh, 30 minutes or so of uh, this program of uh, Bong and Chris. Uh, Bong Bong and Chris, I think is what, they, what the play used to be called, but it's actually a, a meeting of minds, a meeting of ideologies, a meeting of two political families in the Philippines that uh, for such a long time have uh, basically been the center of political discussion. And it is uh, an election season, of course, in the Philippines. Uh, Ferdinand Marcos Jr. is running for president. He is leading in most political polls. The uh, 60-something Marcos is uh, uh, basically uh, coming forward while a lot of groups are out there and uh, engaged in other political issues uh, and and trying to divide the country along color coding of pink and red and blue and white and yellow and orange and green and purple polka dots. But at the end of the day, everybody is pink on the inside. some would say. Uh, Everybody bleeds red and uh, their hearts flow with blood that is red uh, with love for one another as human beings, as children of God, as people who should show their mutual respect to one another, regardless of their political viewpoints. Because after all, family is what's important, not political parties. Uh, Principles are what's important not mere propaganda. There comes a time when we have to sit down and discuss and talk and work together and live together. And as Jesus said, love one another. God loves you and so do I. You may not agree with me on every point. I may not agree with you. 
but that is what living in this world is about. Have a great day. I'm Mike of New York. This uh, podcast and its materials in it uh, were uh, sourced from open source uh, materials that were found primarily on the internet. Much of the materials used uh, and broadcasting interviews of uh, Mr. Marcos and uh, the voice of Ms. Aquino uh, is uh, something that was broadcast on a now defunct television program of a now defunct TV network that no longer exists in the Philippines. I'm Mike Cohen. Have a pleasant day. Lalaban ako sa mundo, dala ang pangalan mo. Pinoy ako, Pinoy tayo. Lalaban ako sa mundo, kapalit may buhay ko. Lalaban ako para sa Pilipino. Lalaban ako para sa Pilipino Lalaban ako para sa Bayan muli. Sama-sama tayong babangon muli.